You are listening to the Keith Craft Podcast. Get ready to think better and be encouraged through weekly episodes created with you in mind. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for joining the podcast today. And just, it really is so special to me that you are a part of this podcast. And I would just ask you, if it adds value to you, share it with other people. And uh, let's get the word out. It's about getting the word out. I'm not trying to be famous at this point in my life. I'm not trying to, you know, make a name for myself. I just want to bring, bring fame to God's name. So help me. Help me get this word out. Today I want to talk to you about really how to have a healthy heart. How to have a healthy heart. Um, I've learned more about the heart than I want to know about the heart. But uh, as of this recording, I'm three months and two days from having my last heart procedure, which was on Valentine's Day, uh, February 14th, 2020. Uh, We found out really the week before Valentine's Day that, um, well, let me back up. Many of you know the story, but on Father's Day, 2019, Father's Day weekend, I was actually, it was a Friday night, and I was in Florida with Sheila, my wife, and we were about to go on a a date on Friday night. I just got through with a, a tough workout, but not any tougher than I normally do. I'd ridden my bike to the gym and uh, was coming back and at a brisk pace, having a good time, loving life, loving every minute of it. And I get back and take a shower, and to make a long story short, um, I just thought, man, I'm feeling something in my chest. I think I better lay down. And two hours later, Sheila was rushing me to the hospital. We weren't going out. She was rushing me to the hospital, about a 30-minute drive, and come to find out I had it had a hundred percent blockage in one of my main arteries and was having a massive heart attack. And so I went in for immediate surgery and they were able in about 45 minutes to unclog that, that artery. And, um, and so on father's day, two and a half days later, actually, yeah, two and a half days later on Sunday, I didn't get to preach on father's day in 2019. But uh, the doctor said, I've seen two miracles. And the first miracle was you walked in here with 100% blockage, having a massive heart attack. And the second miracle is you're going to walk out of ICU uh, on Father's Day and you don't have heart damage. And so I was so grateful. And uh, we spent really June, the rest of June, July and August, really resting my heart. The doctor said, you need to rest your heart because it's been through a lot. No blood, no oxygen, which should have caused heart damage, but because of my my good health, I had a good heart, and because I'd taken care of myself since I was 15 uh, with cardio and exercise and working out and eating right most of my life, uh, my heart was strong, and it survived the heart attack and was not damaged in the heart attack. And so um, anyway, went to my cardiologist in Dallas, which I'd never had a cardiologist, but now I have a, have a cardiologist. And uh, anyway, he looked at my echocardiogram, looked at my EKG, 
and um, said everything looks great, and let's move forward, and I'll see you in six months. Prescribe me some heart medicine. Anyway, six months later, it was Valentine's, the week, really the few days before Valentine's, and um, I just got back from a ski trip and was enjoying my life. Things were good. However, I did feel a little bit of, of just pressure in my chest. It started feeling pressure in my chest uh, when I would do cardio. And so I, I sh shared that with the doctor, and he was very alerted by that and said, well, we need to go in there and find out what's going on. And I thought, what? I'm good. No, I'm good. He said, no, we, if you're, if you're, when you're exercising, if you're feeling pressure in your chest, something's not right. So I thought, okay, well, I just thought I was getting back in shape from the first heart procedure. Well, I said, let's do it on, on heart day. Let's do it on Valentine's day. So that was my Valentine's day gift to myself and my wife. And that was our date was in the hospital. They went in, they didn't know what they were going to find, but what they found was that my, what they call the Widowmaker artery was 95% blocked, and I was just about ready to have another heart attack. And I, I just can't even tell you. Anyway, we, they, they got it, took them two times to open it up because it was so narrow, it was almost completely blocked. If it had gone more than 95%, they wouldn't have been able to get a stent even in there to open up the pipe and would have, it would have required major surgery. So I'm grateful to God, grateful that, that my arteries seem to be unplugged. And um, so I just wanted to, I wanted to talk to you, uh, regardless of the age that you are, because I've, I've done some pretty massive research about the heart and really about cardiovascular health, uh, arterial health. Because what I've discovered is number, number one heart disease is the number one killer among men and women. Women just happen to live, outlive men by an average of 10 years. And I want to tell you why in just a minute. But I wanted to just, um, wanted to just share my journey with you that I've learned. Uh, first of all, that my, my, I do not have heart disease. I have, I have a, a cardiovascular an, an, ar an artery or an arterial issue now because of my blood. And uh, I was diagnosed in, when I was 47 years of age um, really with having very thick blood. Uh, my doctor called it Sherpa blood. You can Google that. It's Sherpa blood. It's called superhuman blood. And we knew that I had this thick blood, but they didn't even know back then. They didn't even know when, when I was 47, which was in um, 2007, they didn't know what they know now because really they've only discovered in the last few years, really from about 2015 on and on, some of the top hematologists and some of the top cardi cardiologists in the world came together. And what they've discovered is that most heart disease is not because people actually have heart problems. So I really want you to hear me. Most heart disease does not start with somebody actually having a damaged heart. Most heart disease has been previously diagnosed as a cholesterol problem, that cholesterol, uh, you know, that you actually have 
HDL and LDL cholesterol. The HDL is your good cholesterol. Your body needs cholesterol to function. And it has bad cholesterol, which is LDL cholesterol. And LDL, LDL cholesterol is basically caused by saturated and trans fats in your diet. Uh, and most, most arterial or, or arterial sclerosis or hardening of the arteries is caused by plaque buildup in the arteries that either blocks the artery or or the plaque that's that's trying to uh, that, that's developing in the artery actually can break off and that's what causes the heart attack so previously until 2015 they just thought well that happens as a result of a bad diet or lack of exercise etc but what what the hematologists and the cardiologists have discovered together is that much of heart disease is caused by blood. It's caused by a thickening of the blood. Well, my blood didn't have to be thickened. It's already thick. And what happens is, is this, this thick blood, the, the thicker your blood gets, it actually lacerates your arteries and, and the, the plaque is like a callus on your hand that forms, yes, and it's a type of cholesterol, that forms to actually repair your artery from the damage that your blood is causing. So this is a big deal. It's a revelation. And, um, and so what's really interesting is that, you know, thick blood can be caused by a lot of different things. Mine is, happens to be genetic. But the, the, the thicker your blood gets, the more it is lacerating your arteries and also, the higher your blood pressure goes. Your blood pressure is high, not because you're, you necessarily have a heart valve problem, although that could be an issue for some people. But that's lesser of the problem for most people. It's not a heart valve problem. It's not a damaged heart problem. Most heart disease is caused by thick blood that, like a river, if you can imagine a river just rushing um, you know, in front of you, and then you look down the river and you see that there's this huge boulder in the river and the water is hitting the boulder. It's splashing up and it's going around the boulder. It's spinning, causing, causing currents in the river. And then everywhere there's a rock, there's a, it, it makes the water split and spin and there's more currents and more currents. That's what's happening in your heart. That's what's happening when your blood is coming into your heart. It splits, and as it splits, it spins, and it causes art arterial damage. And then the plaque that's being developed, the plaque is actually, again, like calluses on your hands that protect your skin. That plaque that's repairing your the interior part of your arteries is actually causing those harder arteries to harden, and you're developing a cardiovascular disease, really arterial art, cardiovascular disease or artery cardi or cardiovascular disease because of your blood. So it's a big, big deal. And I've studied this extensively. So if you're a man, you need, and, and you're really 50 or over and you're listening to this, 
you need to be donating blood at least every quarter. But I would say have your blood checked, have your hematocrit levels checked, have your hemoglobin checked, and your hematocrit levels need to be somewhere in the, the low 40 range. 42 really to probably 46, 47 is acceptable. If your hematocrit is over 50, it's very dangerous. If it gets to 60 like mine was, you're having major issues, not only in your arteries, but your blood is like, the viscosity of your blood is like thick oil or sludge. And so, again, that's causing all type of, of, of arterial damage, not just in your heart, but in your whole body. And so over time, it causes uh, blood flow problems in your legs. It causes uh, vein problems in your legs. It causes uh, varicose veins in your legs if you're a woman. And again, this is a blood issue, not just a vein issue. Uh, it is an art arterial issue or artery issue, not just a cardiovascular issue. So I wanted to just give you this revelation because it's a revelation. Well, now I told you I would, I would tell you why women on an average outlive men 10 years and yet they still die of the same thing. Number one killer among men and women is is what they call heart disease or a heart attack, okay? But really, women outlive men on an average of 10 years because they have a period. They actually have a period that their blood is being thinned really from the time that they reach puberty all the way up to the time that menopause happens, and it gives them on an average 10 years longer of life than it does a man. So share this with somebody. Every man that's 50 and over needs to be aware of, of this blood situation and that this is the number one reason, not your diet, not your lack of exercise. Those are contributors to your overall health or lack of health, but it's the number one issue that is causing heart disease in America that we know it, and the thick blood is the number one driver of why plaque is building up and why cholesterol has gotten such a bad name. So what have I done to address this? Well, I am now giving a pint of blood or having a pint of blood taken out of me every month to thin my blood. And recently, uh, I mean, I'm talking about two days ago, uh, I had a pint, uh, actually a pint and a half of blood taken out of me. And, um, and my blood pressure before I had it taken out was 138 over 80. After I had it taken out, it was 118 over 67. That's in a 30 minute, that's a 30 minute swing. And so again, what, what happened? My blood flow was better. So guess what? My arteries are more elastic. My arteries can flex more. They're not having to harden because of my thick blood. So that's what I've done on a very uh, strategic level to not only increase my blood flow by thinning my blood. I already drink a gallon of water, and I encourage you to do that every day. Uh, I start the day drinking 32 ounces of water, actually pH balanced water. That's so important. Pay the extra money for the pH balance or add pH to your water. And you can Google that and learn about that. But you can buy, you know, 8.8 uh, .8 pH water for about 
$3 a, a gallon. Uh, you can buy the nine, I think, 0.6 pH balanced water for about $5.84 a gallon, something like that. But your water, it's very important not just to drink water, but to drink the right pH balance in your water. Why? Because all inflammation in your body is a result of your pH levels. So just think about a swimming pool. You're always having to add chlorine. You're always having to get the pH right. The pH needs to be right in your body, and drinking water is not good enough. The pH balance needs to be right in the water that you drink. So that's another little tip. But I start every morning with the right pH balanced water, 32 ounces, with organic lemon juice and two uh, teaspoons of apple cider vinegar. So again, that thins your blood. Water thins your blood. So that's something else you can do very practically to thin your blood. Uh, taking a baby bear aspirin, again, keeps, the, keeps cholesterol from forming into plaque. It keeps those platelets, for the, blood, the platelets in your blood from developing plaque uh, because of the cholesterol that's in your body. So those are some very practical things. Drink your water, give blood, donate blood, and take a baby aspirin every day. That's very practical, something that you can do. The other thing that I've done is I've gone primarily to a plant-based diet. I cannot even tell you how my life has changed with that. Uh, it's really just been in the last few months that I've decided to do that. So I've cut all dairy pretty much out of my diet. Uh, and I've really grown to enjoy almond milk, which only has 30 calories uh, per serving. I mean, as opposed to 120 to 180 calories of normal milk, uh, it has zero cholesterol, which normal milk has 15 to 20 uh, milligrams of cholesterol uh, per serving. And overall, I mean, I don't miss, I don't miss the milk. And so they've got chocolate milk, almond milk, and they've got uh, unsweetened vanilla almond milk that's very good. So I've cut dairy out. I've gone to a plant-based cheese. Uh, eggs are not dairy, but something that's interesting about eggs is that all the cholesterol of an egg is in an egg yolk. But here's, here's what I want to say. Every person... Uh, and especially, let me talk to the females for a minute. If you're a female and you're listening to this, you should have, if you're healthy, an average of seven eggs a week at least. Now, I've, I've eaten as many as 10 eggs a day uh, in my past, but all egg whites. But uh, the actual cholesterol that's in a yolk, and you can study this out, actually raises the good cholesterol, the HDL cholesterol in your body. So don't be afraid of eggs. And eggs are not dairy, okay? So again, it's one of the best, best forms of protein that you can get in your body. But pretty much, I've gone away from uh, most meats. I still am eating salmon uh, and turkey at times. Uh, but I've gone to more plant-based meat and, and salmon and just a plant-based diet. So, uh, you know, one of the things that I really enjoy that I've, I've never really thought about that much is chips. And I'll just give you another little tip. What I've done on chips is, what I've done on chips is um, have tried to find chips that are made with olive oil or avocado oil. You do not want to eat chips um, with sunflower oil. It's one of the worst oils that you can eat. So most chips have sunflower oil. So if you're like me and you're a chipaholic, then find chips that have that are made with avocado oil or find chips 
that are made uh, with olive oil. Those two particular uh, types of chips. And if you're going to eat chips, only eat those kinds of chips. So again, for me, practically, what I've done to have a healthy heart is I'm getting a pint or a pint and a half of blood taken out of me every month to thin my blood, to, to create better blood flow in my heart and to protect my arteries from, you know, I've almost died from two of my major arteries going to my heart uh, being blocked by, because of my thick blood and the plaque that was developed because of those thick blood. I'm lowering my, my LDL cholesterol by going to a plant-based diet. I'm drinking a gallon of pH balanced water every day. And again, these are the tips that I can give you. Uh, starting with a 32 ounce glass of water with, with lemon juice, a shot of lemon juice and two teaspoons of apple cider vinegar every morning to thin my blood naturally. I'm taking a vitamin, a, a baby dose of vitamin, I'm sorry, baby dose of aspirin every day. Most doctors recommend that. That again, keeps your platelets from developing cholesterol in your body. And uh, that I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to get into my vitamin regimen because that's that's too much for you. But these are practical things you can do. Get your blood thinned by giving blood, if you're a man or a woman, every three months, no matter how old you are. You really should start as a teenager, honestly, thinning your blood. And you'd live to be 120 or 150 for real if you just did that. If you thinned your blood, you would live to be 120 to 130 unless something happened you know, through some kind of accident. But I'm talking about even if you ate bad, as long as you thin your blood, even if you didn't exercise, that's how important thinning your blood is and keeping your heart functioning and keeping your arteries healthy. So again, water every day, pH balance, water every day with the organic lemon juice, with the apple cider vinegar, the bare aspirin every day. Um, those are things, those are practical things that I do. Me every month, giving it a pint or a pint and a half of my blood, keeping my blood thin, therefore keeping my blood pressure down. That's how I'm managing my blood pressure, going to a plant-based diet. Ladies and gentlemen, my friends who listen to my podcast, that's the greatest tip I can give you. Share this with people because it's not about waiting till you get sick to do this. It's not about waiting till you find out like I did that you have two of your major arteries. arteries. You've only got four. And, and the two most major ones, one including the Widowmaker, both were 100% and 95% blocked. By the way, what the doctors in Dallas found out was that the doctors in Florida who did the first heart procedure were so concerned about saving my life, they didn't even look at my other arteries. So it was a miss. And so, again, self-care is more important than any physician care that you'll ever have. So, again, my encouragement is don't be a vegan that's not, that's not what I'm encouraging you to do, but be plant-based. It's just more healthy. Drink your water every day. Take your uh, baby aspirin every day. Give blood regularly, at least every quarter. And if you can, like me, it wouldn't hurt you, and it would help a whole lot of people to give blood every month. That's how you have a healthy heart. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Share this with somebody. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Keith Craft Podcast. For more information on personal coaching, masterminds, and other leadership resources, go to keithcraft.org. You can also stay connected by following at Keith Craft on all social platforms.